John. Alright? So we understand that in Revelation, you have the ministry of angels very pronounced. In vision, the ministry of angels is there, but they are not very pronounced. Vision is as a man is sitting down, alive, awake, or walking, or praying, or singing, suddenly his mind is taken off, blocked off, and he begins to see into another realm. Okay, that is a vision. Vision is not imagination. Vision is a spiritual sight given to man to see what is happening around you in the invisible world, which is the first heaven, where you are. Are we together now? But revelation involves angels. And it involves the manifestation of angels. Somebody need more evidence about that? Let's look at Acts chapter 13. Shall we look at verse 1 of Acts chapter 13? In the church of Antioch, no, 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 look at chapter 10. Chapter 10 of Acts, verse 1. It says, At Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as Italian regiments. The next verse, he, he and all his family were what? Come on, let's read together. Shall we look up and read it together? He. Then. And. And what is the result? The next verse, shall we read it together? So vision is distinct sight. He distinctly saw an angel who appeared. I will together now. In that vision, he was the only one recorded that saw it. But they were praying, many people were there praying. And one man saw. It will happen to you. You can see something that others are not privileged to see. That is vision. I love it. What a pleasant experience. Delicious experience. But you know what? It's not a gift. It's for everyone who believes in Jesus. You can see. Everyone who has eyes can see. So everybody who believes in Jesus can see visions. Are we together? Come on, church. Are we together? Understand, he says, he distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius, <coughs> the next verse, please. Be reading to that person by the my, my, uh, machine. Cornelius stared at him in fear because the angel's appearance was terrified. 
that angel must have appeared in a glory. Different from a man. He looks like a man, but this guy, you know. And Cornelius was terrified by what he saw. He says, what is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your what? And what? To what? Has what? As before? Hallelujah. Which means that for vision to be given, somebody must touch God. And what I'm telling you, look at it throughout the Bible. You will find it. That was what I was telling you. When we are singing, some of us will just be reciting. Whereas some of us are worshipping. I was in the room there on Sunday while you were worshipping. And the camera crew filmed somebody. And they were filming all of you in the church. And some people were just singing. Alright, recitation. But whereas some people close their eyes and you can see in their countenance, they had gone. And there was somebody among you as he was worshipping, tears were running out of her face. According to the word of the son. Such word that should bring tears. And she was alive. She did not know she was recorded. So, heaven records everything you do that you don't know it. There is no movement you do on earth that is not recorded. It is recorded. It cannot be erased. This is one of the reasons why when God will judge man, he will play your life to you. At the end of it, you will know where you ought to go. God won't judge you. He will play your life to you. And at the end of it, it's you who will choose that, yes, with this kind of life I live, hell is the one that is my portion. Or heaven is the one. So people who have accepted Jesus, he will show you all your life. Okay? And then he will now show you the blood. And how grace and mercy was granted to a condemned criminal. Then you will appreciate salvation more. Huh? So therefore, because my discussion is very brief. Therefore, it says, the angel spoke with him in the vision. So when you are in a vision, you can communicate with the angels. In visions. But let's look at verse 1 again. About the, the qualities of a man. And the things that a man can do. That can help you enter the vision. Remember I've said to you that your heart and your mind. Must be committed to singing. When you are singing to the Lord. When you are praying. You must pray with your heart. Following your prayer. So that your mind is expecting from God. To hear and to see, not just sing to God, but want to hear. Not just pray to God, but want to hear. Alright, that attitude is the attitude here in verse 2. It was referred to as, he and all his family were devout. A devoted man is somebody who put his heart and spirit to what he's doing. Anything you put your heart and your spirit into, that is a devotion. And that is the process I was explaining to us. But also look at this man. He was God-fearing. There is no one devoted to God that is not God-fearing. The key to God-fearing life is devotion to God. (laughs) And look at what he says. 
His conduct, he gave generously, he's very hilarious. A person who loves God cannot be stingy. Really, it will be painful to him when he sees people suffering and he can't physically help them. He can bring tears out of his eyes. That I wish I could help. But what he can give, if it is comfort, he will still give it. He doesn't condemn the suffering mercies and, and judge them that well, it serves them right because they suffer because and because. The heart of God is the heart of a devotee. When you devote yourself to God, gradually you have to. You know, these things I'm telling you are basic principles in life. A man and a woman who, who don't know themselves from Adam, they say they meet. Alright? What brings them to bonding? It's devotion. It's devotion. As they devote themselves to one another, their mind will begin to change into a unit mind. Okay? Forget about the areas of distinction and differences. But they will begin to, you know, become same in thoughts. The older they grow, and the longer they stay with one another, the more give and take in the way of their reasoning and thinking, and the more unified they are. It's devotion. It's devotion. Whatever you devote yourself to, okay, you will soon become like it. Look, let me say this to you. Every one of us, we are born without any knowledge. Well, maybe if I say that we have no knowledge, that may not be fact in the sense of facts as an analysis of statements or truth stuff. Maybe I will say we have a knowledge understood. Maybe I may be correct to say that because kids communicate. But what I mean by saying it is that today some of you are doctors, you are lawyers, you are, you know, whatever you are, you know, engineers and carpenters and, you know, instrument forgers and stuff. Bricklayer too, like me. There is no knowledge you have today which has formed your person without devotion to it. Devotion changes your name from an ordinary person to a judge. Devotion changes your name from an ordinary person to a doctor. Okay? If on earth you cannot, or let me say, whatever you devote your life to, informs what you become. Simple with God. Look, I'm dwelling on this because it is the it is the it is the entrance into anything I could say. The reason why many Christians do not fulfill the scripture, they hear but they could not fulfill, is they lack devotion to God. We come to church does not make devotion. But those who devote come to church regularly. Really, no one can say I'm devoted to God and you choose and pick me since you come. It's not possible. You are not devoted to God. <clears throat> because you know from principle that whatever you devote yourself to informs what you become. Amen. I think I had this in my spirit to tell you to say, tell them. If a man devotes himself to nothing, he shall become a failure. 
Am I correct? Yeah, yes, somebody needs to hear it. That's what the Lord tells me. That somebody needs to hear that. Now, this man was devoted to God. God fearing. He gave generously to those and he prayed regularly. Okay, let's go back. I'll help you understand vision and revelation a little bit. Maybe within tomorrow, next tomorrow, I will take you into series, series of proofs about visions and revelations so that we can have more distinction. But for tonight, what we want to understand is just within the context of what I've read to you. He distinctly saw a vision. And in Daniel 10, 1, he said a revelation was given to Daniel and the understanding came in vision. Now, yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. The Lord told me to tell you this. <clears throat> this Daniel of the man, we'll talk about him tomorrow as well. You know, many of you have dreams. All right? The blunder you make is that you, you go to another man who didn't know your dream to tell you the meaning of your dream. So they will tell you what they think in their head. You act upon it, you regret your life. Because if a revelation was given by God to the same person, the interpretation must be given to you by God, not through prophets. I've been, I watched television one day and I saw a woman on television just fracassing and she says that she has the gift of interpreting of dream. Where did you see that in the Bible? Did you see that in the Bible? Some people said to her, I have this dream. May God help humanity from deceiving ourselves. You know, people deceive themselves. They eat the basket of sorrow in the future. When Daniel, you see when we look at Daniel Deba tomorrow, when the king had a dream, he called all the magicians that tell me my dream. They said, U.S. King, we can tell you the dream. He said, I got you guys. You have been collecting money, doing nothing. If you can tell me my dream, then I will believe the interpretation. Ha! King, they said. To tell you your dream? No, the way it is done is that you tell us your dream and we tell you the interpretation. And then the king said, I have firmly decided. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I love it. We will look at that tomorrow, maybe. I will look at dreams, visions of the night. He said, I have firmly decided that, look, if you cannot tell me my dream, your head shall be chopped off of your neck. I know in those days, there is no jury. The king decided, that's it. If you just say, head out, the headquarter will come and <laughs> I'm not talking about New Cross now. <laughs> Headquarters will just mm, cut off the head. Are we together now? <laughs> no, New Cross is headquarters, not headquarters. <laughs> now, you see that king, though he was a foolish man, but he was sensible. He didn't have the Holy Ghost, but he had common sense. That these people called themselves representative of gods. And because they are representative of gods, they have been taking budget from the king. And the king have been feeding them, paying them. So the king now says, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. I had a revelation. I don't know the meaning. 
And the king said, call me these wise men. Then he told them that today we'll know whether you are wise or foolish. If you can, <laughs> tell me your dream. My dream. And they said to the king something interesting. They spoke by the Holy Ghost, all the magicians. They said, no man or gods, that's their own idols, can tell you this dream except the gods. And he said, and they don't dwell with men. So we cannot find them in the universe. They are always in the spirits. And the king said, okay, if that your God cannot come from the spirits to tell you, you will go to him. So they had to go and confine, and they found out that there is a man among us who served the living God. Devotion I'm talking about. Because they said they don't do that among men. So they went to call the man. Tomorrow, if you want to know more, if we come tomorrow. Now, let me carry on here. <laughs> so therefore, it says here, Daniel 10 we are looking at. So he says, the understanding was given the message. It came, understanding of the message came through a vision. Verse 2. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. Can you see devotion there? I mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food. No meat or wine touched my lips. And I used no lotion at all until the three weeks were over. And I've met people who will say that they are fasting Daniel's fast. They'll be eating. They say it is meat fast as long as they don't eat meat. That's why you don't have Daniel's vision. Oh yeah, all the vision you have is your thoughts. I think God is saying, can you imagine somebody thinking God is saying, can you keep your mouth shut if you want to think for God? If God did not say, don't say anything. You don't have to. God doesn't have to say. You can say what you think. That's why Jeremiah said, we look at Jeremiah too. That he that have a thinking, let him say his thought. But let him be who speak of God. Let him speak to us. He said, who has stood in the counsel of God that he may understand what he says. To hear God, you must be devoted to him. That's what brings you to hear him. You must seek him. That's what gives you understanding. So we are there. He says, Daniel didn't eat at all. The guy just didn't eat. If someone says, I swim Daniel fast, tell him that has he used lotion. He mustn't put lotion on his body. But you see, this is what the Bible wants us to know here. This man, because of what he's looking for, forgot to eat, put away food from himself, and he faced it. Let me give you an understanding. He sought God daily, every day, every day. He did not know he was going to go three weeks. But when he sought God today, what is the meaning of what he showed me? He didn't hear. He continued tomorrow. He continued next tomorrow. He continued the other day. And it took 21 days. Are you seeing what devotion is? When you set your heart to get something, you, you, everything becomes secondary. Until you get that thing. That is what devotion is. Same thing with business. The difference between a poor man and a rich man is just that. 
A poor man will chase something and after some time give up. He will turn to right or left. Chasing another thing, small. He will turn again. Chase the other one, small. He will turn again. A rich man set his mind on something. He can do the same thing for 20 years. He will get it. Okay? People who invent, that's how they invent. Set your mind on one thing. Pursue it with all, all you have at the expense of all others. You get it. You get it. As long as what you are chasing is not a wind. Oh yes, you know some people, when I say you are chasing a wind, you are chasing other people's vision. You deceive yourself. That's chasing a wind. The Bible says so. Something that came out of your own inspiration and you put your heart and mind into it and you know this is real. It can take you donkey years if you don't waver. People discourage yourself, man, and you know what you want. And you set your heart to get it. You get it. Someone tells me that, <clears throat> what are you saying? Because the Bible says so. Let me take you a little bit. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6. Write it down in your book. Shall we read it together? Please, let's read together from the board together. I want to go. That's the God who created man said, man can do anything he devotes himself to. Do. He can achieve anything he devotes himself to get. This is God speaking, isn't it? That is the power I give man. Not a man with the Holy Spirit. Ordinary man. That's why you have many people who are not Christians. They invent good things. They make money and clean money. I mean, I'm talking about. But they are very disciplined people. And you have many Christians who are not disciplined. That's why we don't get money. We don't get spirits. Yes. Because to get spirits is the same principle to get promotion in office. It's the same principle to be successful in everything. I will get that. So, if a Christian can really discipline himself with God, he will be very successful. He will be very successful. Imagine somebody who, who loves praying three hours every midnight. And because he wanted to get something from God, he will just keep on praying. He may sleep in 24 hours, about four hours, four hours, four hours, because he's taking something until he gets it. His pattern will be, his brain will be used to that pattern. So, if he wants to study something, he can go for weeks. Sleeping two hours, three hours, and it's okay. Until he gets it. And he will get it. Because the whole sense of his brain had been activated to know where he wants to know. And if you look at the life of this man, Daniel, he was a slave in Babylon. He became the prime minister by that attitude. He was a slave. Who... Go back to my Daniel, Joe. I will almost finish now. How many more minutes? At that time, I, Daniel, say I, Daniel, you have become him now. Hallelujah. He mourned for three weeks, he did not eat. <clears throat> what came out of it? It says on the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up and there before me was a man dressed in linen. This is vision, the open vision. 
with a belt of the finest gold around his waist. His body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning. His eyes were flaming torches, his arms and legs were, gleam, were uh, like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of multitude. I, look at verse 7, let's read it together. I, Daniel, did you see that that is a vision? Just like chapter 10. He was the only one who saw it. God does not show vision to us. <laughs> no. He shows visions to you. Why? Because at the time us, all of us were worshipping, you have connected your heart to the altar. While others are still struggling with thinking about something they didn't finish before they came to church and trying to concentrate and a little bit they wonder away about something that was scratching them somewhere and something that somebody... But you were lost. That's the reason why when you were worshipping on Sunday, why some people were still looking. Some, somebody already has hit the altar. Tears are coming out of there. Exactly according to the word of the song. Why some people were looking like this? The fact is that if you look like that, you go like that. Ah, with God. God will be looking at you. But if you commit your heart into it, nobody reaches the altar of God and lives same. No, 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 no. Something must have happened. And I will show you throughout. I show you throughout this lecture. These three days. Before the end of three days, you will see. If you didn't say amen, I say it for you. Like what he says, he says. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. The men with me did not see it. Why? They are not on the same frequency. But such terror overwhelmed them that they fled. <laughs> Whenever I did this thing, I, I laughed. They fled and hid themselves. So they were hearing sound. <laughs> Isn't it? But they saw nothing. It happened to Paul too. <laughs> that is when the master himself shows up in a vision. So I, I was left alone, gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deeply pale. And I was helpless. Then I heard him speaking, and as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep. My face to the ground. A hand touched me and set me trembling in on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you are highly esteemed. Now, I want to help you understand. This man out of a vision went into a revelation. Vision is seen. All right? But understand, while he saw, he got exhausted and he fell. And then a hand came and raised him up. Now you are a participator. That's a revelation. In revelation, you are part of the activity. Beginning from an angel physically appearing to you and you are talking with him. To an angel taking you out of your body into a spirit. Spiritosphere. The sphere of spirits of God. 
you will encounter it. I say you will encounter it. I expect all your amen to be a real amen. <laughs> Look at what he says here. Then I heard him speaking. Verse 9. And I listened to him. I fell into a deep sleep, my face to the ground. And a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hand and knees. He said, Daniel, verse 11, you who are highly what? Esteemed. Consider. Consider carefully the words I am about to speak to you and stand up. For I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Your words were hard. And I have come in response of them. This tells you principles. If you can do anything devotedly, they did not say in the book of Jeremiah 29, in 12, it says that you come and pray to me and I will listen. Say, well, in fast, I think that you will seek me and find what is you with all your heart. You know the problem of many believers, when we go to God to pray, our heart is not there until when a tragedy happens or something terrible and then you are crying. That's when your heart is there. We don't have to wait for terrible things to cry before God. To get our heart before Him. We need to recognize He is God. He is God. Satan doesn't want you to know that. You can find Him. <clears throat> he is Spirit. Anytime you worship in the Spirit, you meet with him. Say, so from the first day, you set your heart to gain understanding. That is the definition of devotion. Explain there. Whatever you set your heart to gain is what is devotion. When you devote something to something, you set your heart to get it. Not your thoughts. When you set your heart to get something, you don't worry about the pain. No pain. No gain. No pain, no gain. Look, 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 look. The entrance to enjoyment is suffering. Understand me. But the suffering that gives you reward is temporal. It's not throughout your life. Some of you will recognize what I'm saying to you. When you decide to go to school, was it easy? Some of you, your school is miles away. When you are going to such journey, do you feel that you are suffering? No. It's when you finish, when you look back, ah, I did this. Why you did not recognize you were suffering is because your heart is in it to gain knowledge. When you won't sleep nights, studying and writing and studying and writing, He's suffering because others are sleeping. No pain, no gain. If you cannot suffer along with Christ, you cannot operate the grace of Jesus Christ. Impossible. 
It is impossible. We, you know, we need to recognize that God is not just something else. What you put into him is what you get from him. And you know, we Pentecostal people like shouting. Yeah! Like the Chinese people when they fight. When I was very young, that was when they started bringing Chinese film to the television, to the screen. Yeah! All children want to watch the man who yeah, 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 yo! I thought that was their language, really, when I was very small. I didn't know. So when I see a Chinese, I say, yeah! <laughs> he doesn't understand what I'm saying. Because that's not what they are doing in the film. <laughs> are we together now? That's your cry. Should be met with knowledge. And then you get results. It is good to shout. But if somebody does not see God, he only shouts in church. That's why he gets nothing. Or he gets little. But somebody who at home sees God regularly. If he shouts, God will answer. Angels will run there. What is happening? What is happening? Not somebody who kneeled down. Father, in the name of Jesus, you pray for 15 minutes. Father, Lord, Father, Lord, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. And the angels were there watching, waiting. The Lord said, yes, I had. And when you finish, in Jesus' name, this I was. Okay, do it, do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, where is my coffee? You have just asked God. And the angels were just getting from God to speak to you. You have gone. You have gone. And the angels say, ah, Who will help us tell him? Only God knows how many thousands or millions of years the angels have been waiting on God. Even some of you, by the time you are seeing the grace, your head is thinking about what you want to go and run to. You are saying the grace. Excuse me. You can't hear by that. For a man to hear, he has to listen. If you cannot listen, you cannot hear. It's not that God is not speaking. He's speaking, but you are not listening. Even now he's speaking. So, we finish this one now. From the first day that you started speaking, God has sent answer. Let us close this. Now we're going to pray. Let's stand up together. We're going to pray. Lord, give me a heart that we devoted to you. Help me to devote my life and my heart to you. Shall we begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Ask God for the heart of devotion. Ask God for a heart of devotion. You see, I told you to pray. I expect you to be devoted in your prayer. In Jesus' name. Hey, we will stop praying. Now let me say this to you. How many seconds can it take a man to devote himself to God? At the moment of thoughts. Once you are conscious that it's God, you're talking to him. Father, you start talking. 
Your heart is in it. You don't have to turbocharge to reach God. No, that should stop. It's getting conscious that, Lord, it may be two seconds you have to pray, and that's the end of it. He has spoken already. He has heard already. Are we together now? I ask you to pray. God, give me the heart of Daniel. Give me the heart of Cornelius. A Gentile who saw a vision. If a Gentile can see a vision, then Christians will be blamed if they can't see. Because the Gentile doesn't have Holy Spirit. Why should our own life be full with mysteries on unanswered queries? It shouldn't be. At least God is supposed to tell you why, if not, and when, if he would. Huh? So we're going to ask God for something tonight. Give me a heart of devotion. All the things that upset my devotion. Some, some of us, whenever I want to commit our mind to thinking, we will just start to have troubled minds. Yes? Am I correct? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But when we will turn that mind to something that is not beneficial, we will commit to it. There is a devil somewhere that tries to attack your mind. Demons who will try to attack your mind the moment you want to devote yourself. They don't want it because they don't want you to click. You get it. So we're going to tell God together, Father, help us in our humanity. If that is the only thing God did for us tonight, it's enough. Give us a heart of devotion. Teach us about devotion. That we'll devote ourselves to you like Daniel did. Shall we begin to pray? Father, help us. Change our heart, O God. Give us the heart of devotion. Like Daniel devoted himself to you. Like Cornelius was devoted. Many of us start a routine. And we soon finish it. We soon forget it. We soon stop it. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. To be devoted. In my prayer life. In my study life. Help me Jesus. Help me Jesus. Change my heart. Change my mind. I want to see. Bartimaeus made a loud noise and cried to Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy. When Jesus met him, he said, what do you want? He says that I may see, that I may see, that I may see. Lord, open my eyes. As you open the eyes of Daniel, open my eyes. As you open the eyes of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, open my eyes. As you open the eyes of John, open my eyes, let me see. Open my eyes, let me see. Tell the Lord, this is the month of encounter. Let me encounter revelation. Let me encounter vision. Give me a practical experience of vision and revelation. Give me the practical experience of vision and revelation. Tell God. Tell the Lord, 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 tell the Lord. Open my eyes, open my eyes, open my eyes, open my eyes, open my eyes. Tell the Lord you want to see. Now begin to tell him, reveal my life to me, oh God. Reveal my life to me, oh God. In this February, reveal my life to me. There is something about my life that I need to know. Which you know. 
Something about my family, which you know. Holy Father, something about my nation, which you know. Open my eyes to see, O oh God. Raboto A revelation was given to Daniel about a great war. A revelation was given to Daniel about a great war. The understanding came to him in a vision. Ah! Open my eyes, Jesus. 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 It is a beautiful thing to know tomorrow. Tell the Lord, number me among those you will entrust with the vision of tomorrow. Number me among them. That is the purpose of February. That we may see, that we may know, that we may understand that darkness will not hide us. We are sons of light. Open my eyes, O oh God. Open my eyes, O oh God, my King. Tell the Lord it is time for me too to bring visions. It is time for me too to have revelations. Jesus, 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 I ask you, I ask you, give me your grace, your grace, your grace, your grace, your grace for me, your grace to see, your grace. And trust me, Lord, with visions, he saw war that is to come, he saw battle that is to come. Lord, we pray thee. Oh, Father God. Tell the Lord, visit me tonight as I go home. 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 Lord, Send your holy angels to open my eyes. What is your plan for United Kingdom? What is your plan for Great Britain? Not the plans of the devil, but Lord, your plan, your plan, your plan, your plan. Yeah! What about my family? What about my life? Let me read the tablet of my life, the book of my life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Come on, look at me before I let you sit down. I was in your midst one day when I just said to you that the Lord spoke to me about Nigeria. I saw an open vision. And I said to you, I saw men coming in from Niger Republic to the country called Nigeria. And I saw them killing people, shooting Nigerians. And these people were having big turbans on their heads. And they were slaughtering Nigerians. And the Lord told me to go to Nigeria in that open vision to go and tell them. And I told you, isn't it? And I left you and went to Nigeria. I met the spiritual leaders of Nigeria and told them that this is what I saw. Some people ignored my words because not everybody will accept visions, especially people who can't see like that. Only one person among the leaders I spoke to 
believe what I said. And then I called other junior ministers and told them. And I said, I'm going back to England. When these things come to pass, you will call for me. It was the Boko Haram. I saw those people cut people's throats. I warned Nigerians about three years before it started. I'm talking about open vision. You remember among you. Alright? When the Lord gave me the vision about the one who will rule America. At the time people felt he would never win twice. Twice. You remember among you. One Sunday. The Lord told me that in two weeks' time, there will be war in Cote d'Ivoire. A nation who knew no battle shall go into an endless battle. And I saw, and I told you, I saw French government attacking the presidency in Cote d'Ivoire. Two weeks after was the first war of Cote d'Ivoire. It began. Exactly as I saw it. And I can tell you many more. Is it a gift? No, it is devotion. It's devotion to God. It's a good number of you standing will remember things that God revealed to me about you. Exactly as it is. It is not a gift for a man. It is God discussing with his own children. Every Christian can see vision. Let me say this. There was a time that I could not see. I was in the church and my spiritual fathers will see. And their sight provoked me. Because they would discuss with angels when all of us are in the same room I'm, I open my eyes looking around. I can't find anything. They close their eyes and they are talking to angels. And the things they say happens immediately. <clears throat> I asked my mother, my spiritual mother, what is the issue? He said, when I'm praying, you are sleeping. He said, wake up, wake up, wake up. He said, seek the Lord with your heart. you find him. You know, in those days, because they see for us, so I don't have to see God anyway. Because if I go to Mama, she will tell me. But when I grew a bit older, I now ask myself, how long will you be standing where people tell you? What about when she dies? Who will tell you? Then I started seeking God. But you have the privilege, I'm telling you now, how I got there. And I'm showing you in the Bible how... My predecessors got there. And you see it's true. Now we go home tonight with an assignment. Go and read the whole book of Daniel chapter 10 again to chapter 11. You will not find the full vision until you read chapter 11. Really read from chapter 9, 10, and 11. But when you are reading, be telling God, Daniel is a man like me. You don't have him right. I ask you, Open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Don't, don't pray for anything this season. Then, Lord, I want to see. Lord, I want to see. Are we together now? 
when you are able to see, I tell you something, Satan can't catch you unawares. And it will work for you as well. Because, you see, because God revealed things to you about other people. If the enemy is messing around, God will tell you that, look, this is going to happen, so shut this door, take care of this, X, Y, Z. So it is a great place to be. But to be there, you must seek with your heart. We agree together tonight. I can hear us. Then let's take us this place. We bring this man to a close. Tomorrow, disciples will start praying at, at 7. And by 8 o'clock, we will go into tomorrow. Today, we looked at the character of Daniel and the book of Daniel chapter 10. There are some scriptures I spoke about. I'm sure you wrote them down. In trying to explain the distinction between revelation and vision, I think I went to the book of Revelation chapter 1 to give you a distinction. Acts chapter 10 to give you a distinction. Those things, put them in your mind when you get home, read them again. I think I mentioned Daniel chapter, Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 12 and 13 during the time I was speaking. Yes. If you didn't write them down, get the tape. Listen to it again. I want this to go on air straight away because there are people all over the world who are connecting with this 90 days of prayer. This, the rest of the 28 days, or 27 days remaining, 27 days, we are concentrating on characters in the Bible who had encounters with God. What the encounters are, why did they have it? Maybe when I come tomorrow, I will ask you to talk with me so that you read your Daniel 9 to 10, 9 to 11, and then look for another story of encounter in the life of Daniel, okay, or in any other part of the scripture. So when we come, we want to look at the parallels and our heart is that we must have encounter. <laughs> God bless you. Well, Pastor, come and take our offering for the trial, please. Let's prepare for our offering, if you like an envelope, please ask the ushers for one. It's victory night, day one.